Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Kenichiha Podcast. I'm Natalie. And I'm Jared. And on today's episode, we're actually going to go off the side a little bit and talk about Godzilla Minus One, the movie. Um, the Godzilla Minus One movie came out at the beginning of December. We got to see a little, um, we went to a little early access fan screening and IMAX, mm-hmm. um, which was a lot of fun. It was, yeah. A lot of fun. It I'm was, really glad I saw it in theaters. Yes. And it was a lot of fun because something I like noticed right away is everybody there was like so into Godzilla. Like mm-hmm. everybody there was wearing a Godzilla shirt. Um, and it was it was a good crowd. Yeah, it was. I mean. It was a really good crowd. Um, you ha- you didn't go to the um, Shin Kamen Rider or Shin Ultraman Mm-mm. showings, but it was it was similar in that like there were like people there that were really into it Mm -hmm. but um it was better for godzilla like there was more people uh bigger you know bigger uh theater yeah (laughs) Um, but more people that were just like really into it Mm -hmm. right so uh yes we just want to talk about the movie and kind of godzilla I'm not going to say through history because that's yeah, way no. too in depth, but uh, go into uh, some compared to some things of um, previous Godzilla movies and how this stacks up to this yeah. uh, brand new entry. To I do want to start out and just say that this is an excellent movie. This, this is very good. This is a fantastic mo- Godzilla movie and just movie in general. It's probably my favorite movie that's come out this year. It's an excellent um, movie. And uh, I think that every godzilla fan should see it and just a lot of people even if you're not godzilla fans you should also see it yeah because i think um a lot of people will think it's really cool yeah um like for sure uh with that being said we are going to go into the plot of this movie so if you do want to see this and be surprised which i highly recommend Mm, i agree um maybe don't listen to this this episode sadly yeah, but come, uh, go watch the movie go watch the movie and, and come back this. yes uh but we are going to go into the the plot of the movie mm-hmm. so amc is extending their showings to december 14th oh so. that's awesome mm-hmm. um so to just jump right into it we our, our main character is a man named koichi and koichi is a kamikaze pilot so this takes place during or i guess the end mm-hmm. of world war ii I think it states at the beginning that it's like a few days before it's World War II ends. a few days before the end. Um, so this is, a, you think of it as a period piece, I guess. Um, so a few days before the war ends, we are introduced to our kamikaze pilot, main character, Koichi. And he is getting cold feet about his... Mission. About his mission. <laughs> and so he fakes a, a maintenance problem and decides to land on a an island that has a the maintenance team that is, that works with uh, kamikaze pilots. Of course, he lands and the mechanics know right away, like he's just, he's getting cold feet. But they still house him for the night, and you know, they'll work out it out in the morning. Um, this is where we first see Godzilla. Right away, he um, emerges at night, and he just smashes. Right, and he's small, and he's. Well, well, okay. <laughs> he's, he's relatively small. He's big but small for Godzilla. Yes, he can still like step on people. Like he's smaller than the original Godzilla, which was yes. fifty feet. 
meters. Sorry, 50 meters. 50 yes. meters, yeah. So he's kind of small, but he is still like he wanders on the land and um, the mechanics are like, oh, yeah, the legend, you know, the the legend or the myth of Godzilla is present within the like with the locals. Um, so they it's, that's how like how we first hear the name. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, they devise this plan where they ask Koichi to go to his plane because his plane has guns on it and fire at Godzilla. Uh, first of all, dumb idea. Yeah. Wasn't going to work. Well, the idea <laughs> is that like that that type of gun is supposed to be able to go through stronger. anything. Yeah. It's stronger than, obvi- than yeah. obviously like ha- rifles. So they ask him to go to his, they like sneak over to his plane and he once again, well, he knows it's not going to work. Like, or he's scared. You can just say he's scared, but yeah. it's not going to work. So he chickens out again. Obviously, all the mechanics are like, what are you doing? And everybody, everybody but one person. Yeah, everybody except for the main mechanic. Yeah, everybody but the main mechanic uh, dies. So it's a pretty, you know, horrific incident. The main mechanic blames Koichi for not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Um. And then they're essentially just all discharged. Well, the war ends. I mean, yes, it's yeah. literally a, a couple of days before the war ends. So everybody gets discharged. Um, and Koichi goes home. Yeah. Now, his home destroyed. And family. And f- bombed. Like, bombed to smithereens. Yeah. Gone. Everything is rubble. Um... His neighbor is still alive, and she is a um, mad bitter. I mean, she's she's really <laughs> yes. mad. She's really bitter. Um, be- she blames him for her child dying yes. because you know she knew that he was a kamikaze pilot, and so she's like, "You didn't do your job. Why are you here?" Right, and I mean this this movie does get into a lot of the politics of the kamikaze yeah. pilot um, and who they were during the war, because obviously. Um, well, I just shouldn't say obviously, but, uh, suicide missions are frowned upon. Yeah. Not that they don't exist anymore, but they are frowned upon. And, um, but you have to imagine, you know, back then he, he didn't fulfill his military duty. Yeah. Right. So he gets to come home alive, even though he went to war. Yeah. And, uh, civilians are dead. He goes to his home. And his parents are dead. His neighbor's child's dead. Like, you know, it's it's horrific. It really is. So he's carrying a lot of guilt. That's really, that's and that's definitely a main yeah a main theme in the movie is survivor's guilt because he literally went to war and he lived and he wasn't supposed to. Yeah, and he also lived from the island. Yes, like, he also Godzilla survived Godzilla. Um, so it's you know horrific uh but in this destroyed hometown we meet our next two characters which are uh, noriko and akiko akiko is a baby who is orphaned basically someone was just like please take my baby yeah and noriko didn't know how to say no like literally that's it she mm-hmm. was just like i don't know i don't even know how to say no so uh noriko or our, our, our main character koichi um, kind of helps out Noriko in this 
she's getting chased because she stole some food kind of situation, right? That's how they come together and they start living together. Yeah. And it's like super just, all right, now I'm friends with a woman with a baby who also isn't hers. And we're just all trying to like figure it out, like post-war. And then we kind of entered this uh, a post-war montage. Yeah. Yeah. Of rebuilding. Of rebuilding. Um, Part of this rebuilding, though, is that uh, Koichi does get a job. So his job is to clean up uh, sea mines. So he he takes it because it is a really risky job that nobody wants to do. But his career in the military was already very risky. So And it pays a lot. And it pays a lot because it is really risky. So he's mm-hmm. making bank, but it is through like dredging up sea mines and shooting at them. So there's risk. Uh, so we have like a, you know, things are working out all right. And then somewhere um, in the ocean, in the bikini atoll, a bomb goes off. A bomb is detonated. And that is how Godzilla gets bigger. Uh, this is symbolic because the um, original, original Godzilla movie opens with a, um atomic attack on a fishing boat, right? Which is a reference to um, the Lucky Dragon number five incident. Mm-hmm which was when a stray Japanese fishing boat was um, exposed was exposed and got in. It was, I mean... It was radiated. It was radiated right? yeah. uh, because it entered a U.S. H-bombing testing range in the Bikini Atoll. So this all... It's all symbolic, right? It's all symbolic of mm-hmm. the things that happened in World War II. So Godzilla gets bigger. He is... I mean, he's bigger, so he's going to start going after stuff, right? Yeah. So he goes after a, a warship or a battleship, completely destroys it. Um, they send our main character on his little bitty-bitty boat with his friends to just go check it out, you know, go check it out. And, of course, our main character, upon seeing Godzilla, first of all, flashbacks, war flashbacks. Um knows that they're in over their heads and that they need backup like immediately so they have this really cool like jaws fight which yeah it's really cool i think is like really cool um where they uh you know like have godzilla chase him in the water and they're trying to drop bombs into his mouth and yeah i mean it's really cool it's really cool uh one thing because they don't they've never really done godzilla in the water right which is like, where he's they, from so they like... kind of do in king of the monsters in like the american movie mm-hmm. but um they never really do like you know this jaws style um fight right which is well one thing that is because like so many godzilla movies are suit actors right. so you can't really like do that mm-hmm. um but um, even in the American movies, like, I'm surprised there's not more water. No, it's definitely um, American movies are more based in, like, I don't want to say cities, but, yeah. like, I mean, the ground. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> On land. Um, so they have this, like, really cool water battle where they do buy enough time for another battleship to come. And in this battle, they learn that Godzilla can regenerate. Oh, regenerate. Yes, that's important. Um, because they, they'll, like... 
they'll shoot at him or they'll they blew up his mouth they blew with yeah. one of the mines they recovered and it he just kind of like submerged and healed up and everything so the other battleship the backup comes and godzilla just like tears that apart too and our little our little boat retreats so you know godzilla has been exposed we like the government knows that there's something out there uh and while they're all trying to figure out what to do about it godzilla keeps doing his thing he keeps destroying so the next spot that godzilla goes to is the city and this is the city where noriko works because she got a job in the city um now um koichi has told noriko about godzilla or like revealed Mm -hmm. i guess he didn't he didn't reveal this right away but revealed what happened on the island and of course she like she she, you know it's not that she thinks that he's a liar but it's it's unbelievable it's unbelievable and then godzilla shows up in the city where she's working and she like knows she's like oh that's what he's talking about she's on the train and we get the we do get the train the, scene. The train it's scene. A iconic <laughs> in Godzilla history. It's happened multiple times mm-hmm. where Godzilla has a train in it his mouth. He just has a train in his mouth. Yep. And she's in the train car mm-hmm. that he has in his mouth. So it's pretty it's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Um and in this and uh Koichi hears about this attack on the radio, drives his little motorbike out there to try and find her and save her. Um, I have no idea how he gets there in time. It doesn't make sense, but <laughs> yeah, we're not going to I don't worry know the it. geography of Japan. Yeah. So maybe they're really close. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's on the train, so yeah. I don't know how close, but um, he tries to save her. Sadly, she gets caught up in the atomic breath. Yes. Which this <laughs> atomic breath, like... I I don't know if it shows it in the trailer. I know that it shows the charging in the, the charging, trailer, yeah. and Ooh, it is so cool. So cool. So cool. Um, it actually, I I really like it mm-hmm. um, because a lot of Godzilla movies, basically every Godzilla movie after like the first one, basically was like here is a beam of energy, mm-hmm. while the first one and this Godzilla movie. Is like here is a beam and then an explosion. Right. So it is breathtaking. It's really cool, and it also um, just for note hurts him. It's yeah. so hot that his like his cheeks will melt a little bit, and he has to like regenerate them. Yeah. Which is a cool little. Touch. It is really cool. Yeah. So, but okay, mass destruction. Right. You get the idea. Mass destruction. Um, and. Now Noriko is dead. Yeah. So Koichi is left with this baby and all of this survivor's guilt. Because they do talk about, uh, him and Noriko do talk about um, why are they still alive, essentially. Because Noriko's parents are dead, too, because of the war. And she was like, I was always taught that I, I am alive for a reason. Like, we don't always, you know, we don't know our our universal whatever path Mm -hmm. in the universe but we are alive for a reason and she tries to like you know in in a in a comforting way be like you're alive for a reason like you didn't complete your mission for a reason and even if it was due to cowardice you need to still like live your life to the fullest because 
your life for a reason. Yeah. Also, there's like a plot going on between them right now. Oh, yeah. Where, there's romantic tension. Yeah. There's romantic tension because they obviously both want to be married. They want to be together. Mm-hmm. But Koichi is like, no, I don't want to. Because he's sad. Yeah. And so, I mean, this is all to say that now that Noriko is dead, he really does not know why he's alive. Like yeah. he, Like he is feeling the survivor guilt. Um, so this then leads to the ex-military meeting, which is, um, as it sounds, a group of ex-military men, private citizens, private citizens Mm -hmm. though, but people who were in the Navy and the Air Force, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever they meet and they say, we need to do something now. And the government is taking too long. So we need to, you know. We need to figure it out. Now, the um, we just call him the doctor. Yeah. But the doctor is one of uh, Koichi's friends and um, co-workers on the, the mine boat. The doctor, who, as you can maybe tell, is very smart. <laughs> um, he was a scientist during the war. He develops this plan to um, sink Godzilla with Freon. So the idea... And the idea is not to drown him. It's to sink him so fast that the pressure in the ocean crushes him. Because, I mean, obviously Godzilla is a water monster. So Yeah. Um, and then the plan B is that if that doesn't work, then to inflate him to where he rises back up again. Same thing, just increasing the pressure mm-hmm. to he will hopefully collapse. That's the, the plan. Uh, Koichi is, of course, like, uh, I'm not a boat guy, so can I fly? And they're like, sure, we'll find a we'll find a plane for you, even though they're all decommissioned. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Um, he gets to uh, reconcile with the the lone surviving mechanic again because he wants him to fix up his plane, right? He gets to reconcile with him, and the from what I can understand, I mean, the mechanic forgives him. Yeah. Because he gives Koichi an, an eject button, which obviously kamikaze pilots didn't have eject buttons. So he gives Koichi a chance to live um, during his mission, which is like a really big deal. And also it's a secret. So, but kind of a poorly kept secret, in my opinion, mm-hmm. because Koichi is ready to like, Koichi's ready to fulfill his the mission that he had years ago like that's his mindset right now um but we get our big epic battle with godzilla in the freon and it kind of works it kind of works but then he starts regenerating he starts regenerating which is why we did the super sink and then the super float and then koichi flies his plane kamikaze full of explosives full of explosives kamikaze style into godzilla's mouth but ejects himself yeah. So he's fine. And then blows up Godzilla. And then blows up Godzilla. And then he's dead. Yeah. Unless. Yeah, it was very stupid. We'll talk about that in just a second. Yeah. So, uh, but that's the movie. That because is essentially it, the movie. There is a very big key point at the end. Hmm. And that oh, is. That, <laughs> uh, Norco's alive. Norco is alive. Norco somehow. is somehow alive. So, <laughs> Koichi, um, you know, they're, they're sailing everybody back to the shore. Because they had to go pick Koichi up from the ocean somewhere. 
and somebody runs up to him. Telegram, Noriko's alive, and he goes to the hospital, and she is all bandaged and whatever. Yeah. And she looks at him and says, um, "What is it? Have you finished your war? Have you? Yeah, is yeah, is your war over? Is your war over? That's right." And he, it's very tearful. Yeah, he's like, "Yes, it's is a it's finally ending. It's finally over, right?" And then they ruin it by being like, "Well, actually, Godzilla is regenerating," and which once again, I'm gonna get to that at the end because yes. you know I have something to say about that. Yes. So, um, this movie very good is excellent, excellent, excellent movie. Um, it is a war World War Two war drama mm-hmm. that happens to have Godzilla. Yes, as it was meant to be. Mm-hmm. Godzilla as he is meant to be. I have strong feelings about that. <laughs> um, but speaking of, you know, how he is in some places, let's talk about, let's do a little bit of comparison, right? Yeah. So uh, compared to the original, original Godzilla movie, which, what year did that come out? 1954. In? 1954? Yes. Are you sure? 100%. I thought it was after that. You do not have to look it up. I know it for, <laughs> for, uh, I know for sure. Really? I have to look it up. I'm sorry. You're right. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Okay. So the original, original in 1954, um, it had, it had a lot of homage to it. Oh, 100%. So, Absolutely. um, so if, so there are a couple of modern Godzillas. Um, yeah, I mean... I've, so there's yeah. the American Monsterverse Godzilla, um, and then there's the Reiwa-era Godzillas that have come out from Japan. So um, Shin Godzilla, um, Godzilla SP, was that what it was? And the anime? Singularity Point? Singular- yeah, 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 yeah. Godzilla Singularity Point, and then the Godzilla movies, uh, Netflix movies. Yeah. Um while Godzilla while Shin Godzilla was an homage, a love letter to um to Godzilla, mm-hmm. Godzilla minus one is truly a modern retelling. It is absolutely, especially since it takes place during the same time that yeah. um the original Godzilla was filmed in. Yes. Um it is just it's it's pretty faithful. I mean It is. It really is. Yes, it's pretty faithful. I mean, obviously, um no no politics about the pilots in the yeah. first one because yeah. it's all uh war uh water based, sorry, um, mm-hmm. naval based. But still um big emphasis on um use of like atomic weaponry. Yeah. Both were both are definitely tell the story of like I mean of war atom bombs of, are bad, bombs are bad yes. <laughs> like this is the repercussions of it yes um, and i want to point out that one big what i think is probably the biggest difference between the two mm-hmm. is that while both have godzilla as a a like sheer destruction with intent mm-hmm. um which i do want to point out um godzilla minus one godzilla mm-hmm. is like like he's destroying oh, yeah. he is very violent yes. like it is like he 
has a grudge and mm-hmm. is like has intent to destroy right which isn't seen very much in like it's like it's anger yeah it is like just pure anger yes uh, which is very much like the first godzilla right um but not like many others mm-hmm. um but oh my god i lost my train of thought <laughs> um so oh yes so like the first uh the first godzilla ended on a bad note um there was no happy ending to the first godzilla um the first godzilla ends with dr Surizawa killing himself or like sacrificing himself himself, um so that there will be no more adam well essentially adam yeah no more um yeah no more weapons of mass destruction right um because he has the knowledge for it and he's like i'm he's like I'm going to die with my knowledge. Exactly. Yeah. But the um, the paleontologist at the very end, he's like, there are still atom bombs out there. Yeah. There are still more Godzillas that can be made. Right. So it is not a good, it's not a happy ending. No, other than um, the fact that Godzilla was defeated. Yes. Um, it's very bittersweet. While the ending of Minus One so was very like, happy. yes, it's very happy. Um, it's like we're together, we have hope, you know, right. the human hope prevails. Right. And so that's an interest because that's how most movies in general, in general end yeah. with yeah. a happy note. Yeah. And so that, I think that's the main, one of the main differences between the two. Mm-hmm. While they're very similar, tonally, uh, the endings are tonally different. Mm-hmm. All right. And then moving on to Shin Godzilla. Yes. Now, um, it's so story-wise very different. It's a yeah. it's modern. It's it's much more modern. Um, I really enjoyed Shin Godzilla because I like seeing all the different phases. It's like you know it's mm-hmm. like watching Fast Forward Evolution, right? And yeah. I thought that was really cool. And it's like done really well too. Oh yeah. Um, but. I will say that the the, the person plot. Yes. Right? The, oh, the person plot in a Godzilla movie. Um, the person plot in Minus One is definitely much better. Yes. Yeah, so Shin Godzilla <laughs> is all about politics, mm-hmm. like politicians. Yeah. And so if you're not like too familiar with like Japanese politics, which it is kind of universal because for the most part, politicians don't hand... Well, from an American perspective, <laughs> I can't say for all countries. From right. an American perspective, uh, politicians or the government doesn't really handle natural disasters very well. Mm-hmm. Um, COVID. Yeah. Um, and uh, the whole point of Shin Godzilla is that Shin Godzilla is not a creature that has intent to kill it's just more like a natural disaster right it's um, just kind of it's walking around but it's like bumping into shit like yeah a lot of, it yeah. doesn't yeah it's it's <laughs> not like it's not like it doesn't really have much thought no thought to it it just simply destroys right um kind of like a tornado right yeah and so Shin Godzilla is really interesting. I really like Shin Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to rewatch it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, it's, I mean, like I said, it's a, 
it's a love letter to Tokusatsu. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, oh my God, what is his, what is the, the director's name? Um, he also did Evangelion. Hideki Anno. Hideki Anno. Yeah. Um, he did the whole, all of the Shin series. So Shin Godzilla, yeah. Shin Kamen Rider, Shin Ultraman. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole point of these series is to be a love letter towards the original. Right. Um, and so it's so unique and not like anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, not like any other Godzilla. And so that's another movie that I'm like, you should watch it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then um, finally, I mean, we have to talk about the American adaptation monsterverse monsterverse mm-hmm. yeah whatever i mean there's a bunch of different ones so but uh more recently the monsterverse so america american godzilla versus japanese godzilla very different they're i mean other they're pretty different creatures well yes yeah, substantially yes they're substantially different creatures um well they in my opinion they do look different yeah and they continue and it seems like they are continuing to make Godzilla much more different looking than yes. he originally was. Um, we did just see the trailer for what's it called? Godzilla and Kong: The New Empire. The New Empire, um, which is coming out sometime next, next year. Sometime next year, yeah. that trailer just dropped, and we got a good kick out of it because it looks really silly. It looks <laughs> so silly. It looks like a buddy cop movie. Yes, it does because. Um, since um, Godzilla versus Kong, they kind of teamed up. Yes. They've essentially teamed up because they had to team up to defeat Mechagodzilla. And then they had like this mutual respect nod thing, right? So Godzilla, what, it, what do you have to say about Godzilla in America? So it started strong. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, that's not entirely true. <laughs> um, Godzilla 2014. So that was the first of the um, MonsterVerse Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Um, it was not a great movie, but it was it kind of tried to be like the original, kind of, in the, like, there's a lot of human plot and you only see Godzilla for a little bit. Mm-hmm. It didn't work very well. And the reason that it didn't work very well is because they still had other monsters. They had the Mutos, which were awful Godzilla monsters anyway. Um, and so they started off with this idea of, like, Godzilla fights for humanity. Um, and Which is which wrong. Is, yeah. Which is wrong. Yeah. It's, I mean, like, there are plenty of Godzilla movies where Godzilla's on the side of humanity, especially in the Showa era. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they went to King of the Monsters, which I think is the best monster versus yes. Godzilla movie. It's because there's so many Actually, monsters. no, not even Godzilla. Best monster versus movie. That includes right. King Kong. Um, Skull Island. Yeah. Um, best monster versus movie because they were like, we don't care that much about the human plot. Well, let's um, just show some really cool monsters. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's show some really cool monsters, do some really cool fights. Which, for an American audience, is all that you want. Um, Like, that's what you want out of a Godzilla movie. Because the, I mean, the human plot's not that good anyway. (laughs) And so, like, 
Might as well get some cool action out of it. Mm-hmm. And then they started humanizing Godzilla. Right. So they like in Godzilla versus Kong there, which they kind of did in the previous movies because they had like God, Godzilla acknowledge the kid and like, but they really doubled down on humanizing Godzilla and mm-hmm. making him more like almost like a superhero, like a Marvel character. Right. Like an anti-villain. Yeah. Where he like, oh my God. He's having uh, his redemption arc right now. Yeah. And so like, well, the thing is, is that. It's the facial expressions. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's one specifically in Godzilla versus Kong where they like he like smirks, and I'm like, cringe, uh, cringe, 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 like, cringe. Uh, it's so terrible. Mm-hmm. And now in this like, and now they they chose okay. I have a lot of feelings about MonsterVerse, um, <laughs> but I'll be really concise about it. Basically, Godzilla vs. Kong was the worst thing to happen to MonsterVerse um, because um, King of the Monsters set up something really cool and then they essentially retconned it with Godzilla vs. Kong because they're continuing the Godzilla and Kong plotline mm-hmm. and just completely forgetting about the King of the Monsters plotline. Uh-huh. And with godzilla and kong the new movie it's like one there's nothing to scale and so like the they look really silly with their like there's like a running scene they show in the trailer and like they're running like people they run like people like not like giant monsters and it's just like goofy yeah you know what else was goofy that also started with godzilla versus kong Mm -hmm. which really solidified the marvel movie of it is there's a scene where they're on the where they're on the battleship and Godzilla destroys the battleship and Kong jumps off in slow motion with the explosion in the background and like that's what that scene is what the entirety of Godzilla and Kong the New Empire is going to be That's what it looks like. Them and running away from explosions. Yes, and I am not for it. I'm going to watch it. Don't get me wrong, I'm <laughs> going to watch it. Yeah, we're going to watch it. But like <laughs> Especially after seeing Godzilla minus one, mm-hmm. like I have such little interest in it. Yeah. So, my closing thoughts: mm-hmm. Godzilla, as a creation, as a monster, he symbolizes war. He was made from war, right? From a wartime period, he was created um, as a result of wartime. And he, I mean, that is what he is, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't, and I know that the American perspective, um, they don't show that at all. Yeah. (laughs) Not really, because, um, there is a difference between just being a monster and then being a product of war. Um, of course, first of all, the fact that Godzilla wouldn't have existed without radiation without some sort of atomic interference Mm -hmm. um this is going back to like more like japanese i don't i don't know what how they um i don't know what lore they used to make godzilla a thing in um the american ones is it still like atom based or atomic Um, based oh shoot i don't remember i don't think they explain it Mm -hmm. um 
I don't think they explain it in the first movie, but I will say that in King of the Monsters, there's a scene where they where Godzilla has lost to King Ghidorah, I believe, mm -hmm. and then he's sunk to the bottom of the ocean. And specifically, a Japanese man goes down there with an atom bomb to, or I think it's an atom bomb, to blow him up to recharge him. I do remember that. Mm-hmm. And that's really dumb. Yeah. The Americans have butchered Godzilla. Mm -hmm. They really have. Okay, back to what I was saying, though. Um, I think that um, Godzilla Minus One does a really good job of keeping Godzilla a pure symbol of war. Mm -hmm. Because everything that our man Koichi goes through, he blames Godzilla for. And if... I mean, Godzilla is war. He, I mean, the war really ruined his life mm -hmm. it, it ruined how he thought you know with the whole um i mean i guess every country has this propaganda of dying for your country yeah but th the way that he was supposed to die had no hope you know yeah and uh, they mentioned then they mentioned this slightly as an offhand mark um uh, remark in the movie in that um Koichi already knew that they lost the war. He already knew he lost the war. Mm -hmm. They knew that the war was over, but he still had this... This mission. This mission. Right. And so, like, uh, one of the characters is like, I don't blame you. Yeah. Like, he's like, you you were... It was a lost cause. Mm -hmm. Like, your, your life being... You dying wouldn't have changed the outcome. Mm -hmm. um, of course, that's not what the people think. Yeah. But that is also um, part of war sign, you know, yeah. coming home and being the villain. Um, and I think that um, another interesting perspective um, thing that I noticed, especially when we watch the original one, we talk about how in the original one, um, Godzilla dies at the end. Like, yeah, 100%, no coming back from it. Godzilla is dead. Yeah, there was when Godzilla was originally made, there was no plans for a sequel. Yes, he's they dead. did have one. They had many, <laughs> but there was no plans at that moment. And how I read that is that, and uh, I mean, even though this this zoologist does say yeah. that there are more atom bombs in the world, I see that as um, kind of a hope that you know the war is over. Yeah, on hope that the war can be over and that we can have peace, um, even though we had sacrifice. In many modern retellings of Godzilla, including Godzilla minus one, including Shin Godzilla, Godzilla, quote unquote, dies at the end. But then we get this little after credit. But is he? And I, you know, I mean, it's I guess it's easy for people to see that as some sort of like cash grab, like yeah. maybe they'll make another one. But honestly, because I don't think Shin Godzilla needs a sequel. I don't think Godzilla Minus One needs a sequel, no. right? But to me, it symbolizes that right now, where we are, we don't see an end to war. War is something that um, pauses mm -hmm. and can build up and happen again. And that um, our peacetime is going to be short. So, um, which of course is absolutely butchered by america which yeah. is another which i just i really dislike 
I really dislike American Godzilla because of um now that you've watched well, minus one and the original well yeah and i i mean even without watching them i mm-hmm. knew what they were oh yeah i knew what godzilla was you know like what he was meant to be and um he's not meant to be running away from explosions with king kong yeah you know yeah so. which i will say there are plenty of goofy <laughs> um godzilla movies right right yeah um there. I'm just being a stickler. Yeah, I'm being well, a I mean, stickler. like, like, no, I get it though, because like, you know, there's there's a whole argument right now. Mm-hmm. I thought of one more thing I wanted to mention. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but um, in regards to once again this whole American versus Japanese Godzilla mm-hmm. debate that we're having, mm-hmm. that is totally one sided. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, in Japan, Godzilla is horror. Yes. Godzilla is scary. He's terrifying. He. Um, destroys town, he kills people, he has wanton destruction with no thought. In America, he's cool. Yes. Which is part of the superherofication of Western media, you know, seeing buildings destroyed, seeing towns leveled, and people probably dying is entertainment. We think it's fun. Yeah. So I also just want to say that watching um, Minus One, you get the feeling of dread. Every single time Godzilla yes. is on the screen, yeah. you 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 have the fear. Godzilla is genuinely scary in yes. Godzilla minus one. Yes, I like felt this way similarly. Um, whenever Shin Godzilla did the atomic breath for the first yes. time, yes, um, same thing. Like, like just the way that everything can be destroyed so quickly mm-hmm. is terrifying, and yeah. it is seen as terrifying. And you know what it is, is that. There's barely any war on American soil. Mm-hmm. Like that's right. New York has never been firebombed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Be careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be Wait careful. A Be careful. You picked the wrong city. <laughs> that's right. I did pick the wrong city. Um, <laughs> within the last, we get the idea yes. though. There's, there's never been. I mean, it's not the same. I'll, yeah. We'll just say that it isn't the same. <laughs> so. Um, but that is, that's my feelings about, mm. um, Godzilla. And all of this is to say that Godzilla minus one is still a, a wonderful movie. Yes. A wonderful movie. Would watch it again, personally. Maybe we should get, maybe we should cop the Blu-ray. I don't know. You know? <laughs> if it comes out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's all I had to say. Yeah. You I good? think that's it. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well then thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of the Kenichi Hall podcast. I'm Natalie. And I'm Jared. And yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Yeehaw. Yeehaw.